Hey now, Leafeater here, and this is part two of the Cap Jenkins Slacks Kiev We Play episode fiesta that does not involve me, so I had to put myself at the top because I want to remind you that if you didn't listen to part one, you should just go back literally one episode on the feed. You probably picked that up already because it says part two in the title, but you know, I'm just, I'm here for everybody who didn't want to read that or pay attention or is really bad at comprehension. So episode one's last week, episode two is this week. If you want to watch the whole thing, it's on YouTube together in one big part and it flows nice. And there's like a there's like a really sh big shot of Slax's crotch and sweatpants and you can see Jenkins's choice in socks. I'm Jenkins, I'm gonna send you some nicer socks. I feel like I feel like you're not doing yourself a service. You're buying like cheap socks, but I I got you, fam. Yeah. Yeah, here's the episode. Thanks everybody. But yeah, the future of Dota 2 is looking pretty interesting since we, as a community, have so much invested in a TI. It's like mm. all we care about. So other esports don't really have to worry about that shit, you know? Except for selling their entire company to YouTube and then having zero viewers. But uh, stuff like that, <laughs> they have to worry about. But Do you think the DPC was a good idea? Do you think it's a good idea the to new move one? towards uh, more uh, like League of Legends type circuit? Yeah, if they ever want to get out. If they ever want to <laughs> like you know be free. <laughs> don't you in some like you're getting free of the responsibility of ti but don't you in some ways have to have a more active hand i mean because okay because now you've got a circuit that's always running and i think always not really you just oversight. put you put the people in charge of the circuit so if like mm. may if like the winter ti or circuit is in charge of, of esl that's their circuit i was gonna mm. say just out just outsource it yeah. like that sounds I, I think what they were doing with the with the majors there for a while was N not a bad idea that, yeah. that seemed like it was pretty i don't know why did they why did they change that does do you guys know why they I think it's because um the main idea was probably what valve always does is pure capitalism we want to take like five Hands different off. orgs <clears throat> have them mm -hmm. compete as hard as humanly possible to win these majors and then when they win we'll reward them with a major well what happens when only one guy wins pgl and then PGL's like, yo, I actually don't give a shit anymore about making these good. You know, <laughs> not to say PGL events were bad. I'm just saying that it's always that competition breeds innovation. And after two right. years, there's no more innovators. I, I do remember people were complaining for a long time when that was a thing that it left no room for the, the, the off, like the random events, you know, the like ESL LAs and stuff like the ones that weren't sure. the ones that weren't majors. There wasn't there wasn't any space for them. There okay. was like this weird like Frankfurt major was OK. Shanghai <laughs> Shanghai was terrible. Uh -huh. And then they made it all up. That was my Manila. favorite major. I love Shanghai. I love Shanghai. <laughs> Dude, that was so good. That was from like a. Oh, man, I loved watching Shanghai, actually. I've told many people that the greatest Dota experience was Shanghai because it really was NASCAR. People don't watch NASCAR to see cars. They watch it for the, <laughs> the crash. Shanghai Major was NASCAR. If you knew at the end of every panel, there would be a crash. And it was just, when is it happening and what is it? I legitimately watched that entire event. No, I'm, I'm not joking. I seriously uh, love that, too. It was great. I don't even mean that, like, offensively. Like, I, th I think it's... I remember at Midas mode, shit was breaking and all the time. You were very stressed about that. Yes, yes. I, I loved it. I loved <laughs> no. it. I, not having to like organize anything, but it's like, wait, that shouldn't be on the screen right now. That's like the no. interview with like the losers. Oh, no. When the teams were uh, making oh, no 
they were splitting money between the creeps. Oh, Killing yeah. a hero got you 10 gold in Midas <laughs> Mode Game 1. And the Bounty Rune gave you 300 gold. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that shit was so oh. fucked. But anyway, this all comes around to, yet again, money, which brings us to the big topic. Mm -hmm. Of course, that big debate, the Gork kicked from OG broadcasting (laughs) rights, all that shit. Oh, yes, you are fighting the good fight there, Slex. I rarely see you really arguing on reddit it's true and oh, you, this, is, you, this was the one time i, went that I see slacks there really? in the trenches arguing with people in the, in the gork thread the, the yes. big one yeah one well, the pimp monkle thread i went in i mean it's a very hard position to take i know if you go to a movie theater and you record the movie and then you sell pirated dvds are you doing something wrong a majority of dota says no They say, that's great, because if I didn't watch the DVD, I would have never watched the movie. Yes, it's free advertising for the movie. For the movie. Yes, that's what we need. So now you know of it. Ah, yes, that movie I watched. I wouldn't have watched it unless I pirated it, so they should be thanking me. Actually, no. That's not good. But no, I mean... uh, Who knows? Maybe you'll buy the merchandise after after pirating the movie. (laughs) Okay, so real talk. I mean, it's this argument of the TOs don't have to pay to get into Dota. It's free. So they hold the responsibility of making money off of that, and they shouldn't need any help. And people don't want to be robbed of that free content. Um, And that's like the moral high ground that people have against it. And the reason that I usually don't give a shit about anything, but I give a shit about this because I fundamentally believe that is the only thing holding us back from being a good fucking esport is because you need money to make things happen. Nobody sponsors Dota because it's a fucking joke. You want to know why every single sponsor for every tournament's a betting company it's because it's the only <laughs> people that can possibly make money even better when bob's like uh no betting companies please right they were like no betting companies and then you remember the dpc was like hello and then betting companies just came back remember that whole thing we're done with betting companies bring us the sponsors such as you know betting companies we <laughs> come on back you know things are good but i, I yeah i take a really hard stance on it because i i Listen, I'm all for internet culture. I'm all for getting shit for free and doing whatever and like the best product wins and shit. But the scene will literally die if people cannot make money from it except for Valve. And I don't understand why people don't get that shit. Like, they always quote, well, we have the biggest price boom in whatever, whatever. Yeah, TI has no sponsors but Valve. They're the only mm-hmm. people making money. And if you want the game to live when Valve doesn't give a fuck about you anymore... Then you need a system to survive without them, which is coming. <laughs> that's coming. Look that's at TF2. Coming real quick. Look at TF2, boys. Crazier <laughs> cosmetics every year. They love it. They love it. And then actually, Half-Life multiplayer Alex Deluxe seems pretty cool. You want to be like fucking TF2? No, you want to be like Counter-Strike. Who did do that? Mm-hmm. Who said, okay, we have all about support, but we're going to make our own tournaments with our own sponsors, find a way to monetize this. And now they had such a good scene. Valve abandoned them, and now they're fucking going back. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to they do. Become crawling back. Yeah, CS is so interesting because it was it was wasn't dead, but it was it was just like a oh, yeah. a B tier esport for a while. Like yeah. Nobody nobody was really watching it, and now it's it's like the 
king of shooters again. It's like what, what it's right. it's always one of the biggest categories. Mm-hmm. And it was a hundred percent on the community. The community did everything. They went and they formed their own tournaments. They did all that shit. They made their own leagues, and they made it big enough. And Dota will not be the spotlight forever. And people are so fucking stupid. Sorry, stupid people, <laughs> that you think. <laughs> Trying to make sure that organizers make money is like a selfish and against the community. No, dumbass! It's the only hope that we have when our overlords abandon us. Those fucking idiots during the ESL Facebook thing. How could you go against Twitch? Please, I want that monopoly. I want to suck that dick. You're not helping, (laughs) you idiot. Giving Twitch a full monopoly does not make the game better. Stupid. I know you hate Facebook. I fucking hate Facebook, too. I didn't watch the event. Well, I worked the event. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) honestly, like, I I fucking hated that that whole argument that was happening there because it was very hard to go against that. Uh, But, man, fucking ESL really fucked us on that one, man. What do you mean? I mean, because if they just... Because we could have, like... They could have streamlined having competing platforms mm. for Dota tournaments, but instead they delayed it. Who knows how many nah, years? They because it. because Facebook was such a shit show. It was terrible that we've never had that sort of competing platform ever again. No, rest and, in and pepperonis that is, mixer. And right. That is like the best possible source of money that you can have right now. That's the best possible. Any that is the actual hype. But the problem is also in the community that they just think that they deserve to see things that are exclusive because they exist. And it's yeah. such a weird concept to have. Like, if I have Mike Tyson and fucking Muhammad Ali go into my house and have a battle on top of my bed and I pay him $10 million, <laughs> I made that fight happen. You, you don't, don't you get, don't to, get see to see it unless I want you to see it, unless I sell you a ticket. Gork doesn't get to fucking go in my vent and look at them fighting and be like, guys, this is what they're doing right now. And you don't, oh, hooray, Gork, he stole Gork it. Gork peeking through the window. No. Speaking into a walkie-talkie. That's the point of exclusive content is that they pay to make it happen and if you want to see it, you must support them or they do not come back. And uh, it the fuck So what do you say to the, uh, the counter argument that I always see, which yeah. is that, okay, in sports, right, there's no one person who created the sport, right? Yeah. There's no people who, like, created wrestling. Like, you, people ignore, like, the idea of NFL and stuff. But, like, people just immediately go to the fact that, like, Valve, created dota therefore they have ownership over all games that are happening well no the sports analogy is also stupid and these people also don't get that (laughs) at they use that all the time like you know do you know any fucking tv company that you know uh, you're allowed to like you could just take their shit and listen dumbass that's why fucking walls and fences exist around nfl arenas (laughs) you fucking idiot I, yes, it's digital sports. That's the fucking problem. If Dota happened in a physical place, that's why they have walls! So that you can't just walk over and see it! And some guy can't be like, look, that's what they're doing over there, you fucking moron! It's a digital product, that's the problem, is that you're getting access to it without paying for anything, you fucking idiot. That's why they don't allow people with binoculars in the goddamn parking lot! Oh my god, people are so stupid. The best argument is like, you know, you know what? I don't care if esports dies because I just want to watch Gork. You fucking idiot. Gork cannot stream the games if the esports dies. 
Then you just have to watch him lose for 12 hours a day and the content is unentertaining. You fool, you're, you're killing the only thing that you enjoy. I, 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 I don't think people will even give a shit about pubs, like high-level pubs that he plays in if esports doesn't, like if Dota as an esport doesn't exist. Of course. Like, it, 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 like pubs will be dead. That's That always that, that always got me when... when um, it was such like an NA Dota thing, but players would always like flame casters and analysts. It's like, oh, these analysts, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Why yeah. don't they just, why don't they just talk about the game? Why don't they talk about pro matches? It's like, cause dude, if it's, if it's not entertaining, nobody watches. And then there aren't pros. Like right. this shit doesn't work without orgs, without pros, without, without the casters, without the analysts. Like you need everything to make it work. Sure. Here's it, a, here's another argument. People say, why do they have to spend so much on production? And why do the prize pools have to be so big? I just want to watch some pro Dota players playing Dota, and that's what I care about. Well, that's also stupid, because you want to know why Dota is good? is because people can make enough money to dedicate 18 hours a day playing Dota, and there's other people doing that, so they must always be good. I challenge anyone who likes this argument to go back and watch a game from TI3. I have to do it every year, because I make content for TI. It's fucking awful! The players are all... I could have won TI3. They are fucking awful. And you know what makes players good? When there's insane competition. When there's millions of dollars. When there's an active scene so that they can keep practicing. If you only had TI, you took out every other TO, it would be fucking bad Dota. If you want Dota to be good, if you want to learn how to play your stupid pubs, then you must support... You must buy a ticket. Okay. One of the things I always go back to is, um, you know, the old Dota one Merlini uh, clip where he's Zeus and he manages to, to kill people by playing underneath his tower and cutting through trees and stuff like that play was not that interesting. I remember watching that at TI2 going back and watching that and going like that actually wasn't that good. But at the time when it came out in Dota 1 times, it was the godliest thing that people had ever seen. And I also saw it and thought it was the godliest thing. It, it, every single, like, basically that progression of Dota 1 to Dota 2, Dota 2 from, like, TI, well, TI1 to TI3 was a big jump. And then TI3 to, like, TI5 is another big jump. And then TI5, like, pretty much since TI6, 7, like, we've had, like, incredibly high-tier Dota. I'm, I'm, imagine... Like how pathetic the first computer is. You have to put in like actual physical cards into it, yeah. and it can literally just do like addition, like multiplication. It's too complicated for this thing. Fucking pathetic. You can literally look up any piece of information you want that has ever existed since the beginning of human history instantly on your phone anywhere. We're in Ukraine right now. I can look it up on my phone right now. Yep. In my in my pocket. I don't live here. I live. 14,000 kilometers away from here. Mm -hmm. But we can still do it. Like, that's that's insane. That's just how fast things change. And, uh, man, I, I I had to... I think it was, like, TI2 or TI1. I was... It was TI2. Because I don't think there even exists clips from TI1. It's so fucking long ago. All the yeah. clips are gone, rotted. deleted, and rotted. <laughs> the games don't exist in Dota. They, <laughs> right. they definitely don't. So I, I found some clip of, like, TI2, TI3, whatever. And by God, man, they would wipe the entire enemy team and just go farm their jungle every single yeah. fucking time <laughs> and it's like random fights just for no apparent reason it's like oh there's a fight starting i'm gonna go to it it's like dog you're an anti-mage you don't have a battle fear what are you what are you doing people didn't creep cut that wasn't a yeah, thing yeah. dude pulling wasn't a thing at a point people yeah. didn't know how to pull yeah like jesus
And she had Dota one. There was a time there was jungling. There wasn't, wasn't a jungling. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knew. Why were there jungle creeps if there was no jungling? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, confused. I don't on really that know one. what to do with this. Huh. Well, yeah, but the point is, is that like these tournaments, not only TI, are things that make the Dota itself better, and that's the thing with Dota is it's this unsolvable game. It's not like Counter Strike, mm-hmm. where you know exactly the best thing to do. It's just do you have the physical prowess to do it are you the quickest guy that can land the headshot like twitch gamer no dota is a puzzle and it's an ever-evolving puzzle and without proper motivation of letting these players have the practice make the money and have the infrastructure to get better aka the na dota scene why it sucks so much because na dota players have to pay rent whereas in sweden they're just like marty or the taxes are done please (laughs) Dude, I got Bring out my lobster dinner to my computer. On uh, <laughs> on on uh, the the Dota Alchemy podcast, Alchemy Answers. I yeah. got into a big debate with uh, my partner Donnie about that. He, mm-hmm. His his argument was, and it got pretty heated, which is good because it made good content. Like I was afterwards, I was like, dude, that was that was great because yeah. mm-hmm. it's good when you know people have an actual discussion. It's inter- in- entertaining, but uh, his his argument was. Um, just get good basically like like na players i I can't even i can't even say the argument because i don't really get it but i i my issue with with na dota was it's it's so expensive to to live in na and you're you basically have to live with your parents and be a degenerate if you want to there's societal pressure a a pro exactly a, a pro in na and and like nothing against that i mean parents are great but that doesn't feel good like we're all told we're not supposed to do that. Right. We go to college at 17, 18. You're not supposed to come back. Mm-hmm. That's that's the idea. And maybe that's changing uh, with, you know, especially with COVID and, and things like that. But uh, that, you know, that's that's one issue. Um, there's, a, there's a few, you know, uh, cultural community issues that definitely have pushed away sponsors in the past. The Ritsu n-word uh oh, issue for example with uh with c9 that was a big mm. uh big issue and uh push them away and you know they i'm sure i'm sure there's they talk <laughs> i'm sure orgs talk and and i'm sure people read that in the headlines but uh when they when they finally came back they sponsored the, the envy stack again yes <laughs> yes broke up after like two weeks always the play <laughs> sponsor the the guy who kicked two people after oh qualifying for a major. I, I, I just <laughs> want to say that I think the uh, just just one final bit on the whole um, competition thing. I think the easiest comparison for esports right now is uh, just comparing it to streaming sites, Amazon Prime, sure. Netflix, like all of the good content that's coming out of those sites. They're great TV shows on every single one of those, yeah. right? Original content that's coming out. And that's all because of the competition that's happening between them. Yeah, and You it, don't have that competition. You don't get to watch fucking a guy watching a Netflix show on YouTube. Turns yeah. out that they don't like that yeah. because well, they have real businesses. The, 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 the reason why I think Valve needs, needs to step in is because you have this weird, this weird issue. Did you guys follow like the H3 lawsuit, H3 productions, like the, the whole FUPA lawsuit thing. Ew, a little bit. Where Maybe. basically uh, they they spent a lot of money and then won in... It's now like officially in case law that you can react to things on a video. And as long as it's like parody... Basically, I don't think it's fair use. I think it would just be considered case law. But you can basically react to things and it's considered your own content. Mm. And so it, it that's where it gets, re- it, it gets really strange. And from what I've heard though... 
when you're when you're arguing fair use, that's a defense. That's not you don't have the right to use things. It's that if you actually get like DMCA for something, you can go to court and defend it with fair use. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you can't be DMCA'd. But with Dota, it, the tournaments, like the in-game spectating, is too good almost. Right. That's the problem. It's like if you were to just restream the tournament, I think you could very easily just DMCA that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't think Gork is going to go to court and fight fair use with with a lawyer. But in-game, it's like if you're just watching player perspectives, it's like who owns that? The, the player, Valve, the the tournament organizer. It's it's a it's a it's a weird question. And I agree for like the future of the scene. I think it's it's best if it's the, the tournament. But it's it's a, just a weird argument from like a philosophical standpoint, I suppose. Like who yeah. who owns that content? Is that content even? And uh, it it you know the original intentions with Valve are of course very good that anyone should have access to games so that you know what if they're not hiring me because I'm a streamer that the community really loves but I'm kind of racy I can cast this on my own and I can grow my own brand and I can make a living and sustain those are all beautiful wonderful intentions but the problem is is that when people that are bigger big enough or even bigger than the tournament itself are doing that and then the tournament is not able to sustain itself. That's not what it was made for. And don't get me wrong. I actually like Gork. I like Bulldog. And I like their grind. I like that they take advantage of this because that's their fucking prerogative. I don't particularly like the people that watch them do it because, you know, that's like, oh, let me just steal shit. But those dudes are grinding and trying to make a dollar. Mm-hmm. Respect, respect. It is 100% on Valve. There is no reason that you should be able to do that kind of shit and not have, let's say, in-game Midas Mode-esque, the sponsors are on the map. And uh, the tournament organizer can upload their sponsors to be directly on the map kind of shit. Or they have in-game overlays that to access the replay, there Mm -hmm. should be an overlay which is provided by the tournament organizer. Or you fucking the replays happen and 30 minutes later... And the Mm -hmm. gameplay is live if you're having, like, an event. And if Valve wants to do their original vision with the DPC, that is 100% fine. If they say, yo, if you want a DPC event, we're going to do it with free replaying. Gork can cast it. We don't give a shit. That's okay. But tournament organizers cannot make money in the current system and thus cannot do Dota. And thus, the scene will eventually die. I think think the idea of forcing overlays in the game spectating like it's is such a good idea actually because then it if 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 like gork or somebody wants to stream to a bigger audience then it's still at least showing the sponsors for mm-hmm. the, right. the, the it's the what org. every game does like PUBG does the same thing you know they have like in-game stuff and i know the most of the community will say oh you're fucking with the purity of our game don't do it well do you want to watch it I got Mike Tyson on my bed. And if you want to watch it, you have to wear a blue shirt. You don't have to watch it, bitch. Go play Dota. Dota's unaffected, but if you want to watch Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali fight in my bed, you have to be wearing a thong, and that's my fucking rule. And you don't get to watch it if you don't want to follow my rules. Sorry. That's not how the real world works. You don't get to steal it. Uh, I do like the fact you pointed out there's a lot of misdirected hate for... Uh, the people that like agree with your side of the argument, uh, but they put the hate on on Bulldog. Yeah, that's court. fucking it's stupid. Like they're playing by the rules. Yeah, they're like, doing. I, I've streamed plenty of tournaments. I did like uh, I did a, like a group cast where you know other I mean, friends, other casters and stuff would just show up and cast the games, and I'm like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, right, right. It's like I? if if I'm if I'm if I'm streaming, you know, generally I'm just doing what I would do normally, except on 
camera and, and talking to people and it's like maybe mm-hmm. I want to watch the games. You know, like I, I would I would just watch the games on my own anyway. So it's like why people watch MasterChef sure. on stream, you know, so I yeah, I I, I mean no hate agree. to those guys. They're mm-hmm. they're entitled to do whatever they want and they, they're playing the game. The hate is on the system. I do not hate the player. I literally hate the game that has been established. And uh, it's, it has to change. But the problem is, is that it doesn't change without community outcry. Right now, the game is very heavily in Valve's favor. They don't give a shit if nobody makes money. They're fucking win TI. TI mm-hmm. makes all the money. What do they care? They make, like, you know, $150 million as long as the game doesn't change. It's up to us to be vocal about that. And saying that you enjoy watching someone steal someone else's content, you don't give a shit if the scene dies, is not changing anything, you fuck boy! You know Help what? us! <laughs> Sometimes something has to crash and burn before it can grow. Well, the crash and burn would definitely be if we did a DPC and we kept the same systems because then we would have these tournament organizers supporting um, like the logistics and stuff of a whole shit ton of games. Let's say 70% for some reason. Yep. Uh, 70% for some regions is just going to be games that are people just don't give a shit about. Yeah, of you course. You just straight up don't give a shit. Comedy cast. when the hype games come around. <laughs> there you go. The hype games come around. That's when, you know, big streamers are going to be, because, you know, that's going to draw viewers. And they also want to be able to, like you're saying, like they would watch it anyway. So they yeah. might as well watch it on stream. And like that's where all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, this is supposed to be the payout for us playing 10 game broadcasting 10 shit games we're yeah. gonna get this one good one well there goes all that i mean it, it's actually fucking insane selling sponsors as a man who has done it before in the world of dota is impossible the first thing <laughs> that fucking pepsi asked me when i tried to sell them the midas mode is how many viewers are you gonna get and i couldn't tell them <laughs> because, <laughs> i mean i'm lucky because we had midas mode not in client that's my biggest advice to any tournament organizer take that shit out of the client for the love of god it's the only way that you'll get viewers yeah. but you can't tell a tournament organizer that they, you won't even have viewers the most fundamental thing that they want. Oh, some guy could just come and have t- double. I can't stop him. Oh, really? I guess I'll go do the Overwatch League or literally any other sport, you fucking <laughs> Mongols. What are you doing? Mo- Mongoloids. I Mongols are something Mo- different. Mongols. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you made I don't this mistake know. before. I got very angry and I, I could hear a word coming out of me and I tried to change it. <laughs> change okay, it into fair. a, a uh, random... Fair. Fair. <laughs> you fucking like, Frenches! I like how you... In order to try and be more PC, you just insulted like... You fucking Australians! <laughs> Apologies. But yeah, it, I actually, as a person that cares about where the community is going and the sport itself, I am very passionate about this. And I know it's no. on the, the wrong side of the popular opinion. Popular opinion is let's let's have free things and keep Dota pure. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just a, a what you're just arguing. It's like a short term. It's it'll it'll be free, but not for very long because the game won't be around right. <laughs> if it stays free. I mean, but we keep getting disproven every year, I guess. That's another negative thing. I mean, I've been saying this for two years. People are still investing in it for some fucking reason. I don't know why. Well, I, I think that's just because as a whole, esports is growing. I was going right? to say. So I was going to say. any sort of, like, plus Dota is not detracting that much in a viewership as a viewership esport. Mm-hmm. You know, despite the fact that uh, the player base player is base. going down, viewer, viewer numbers have been staying perfectly fine. Yeah. So I think it's more the fact that esports is growing. Companies are interested in esports. They want to get into it, you know, and 
the amount of money that some of these companies throw around, right? It's like very easy to experiment in esports. I mean, you sure. know, yeah, throw around a couple hundred grand, dude. Think, <laughs> think, think, think yeah. about if you're investing in like Dogecoin, right? And <laughs> and like Bitcoin and Ethereum and like all of these other cryptocurrencies are like skyrocketing, and Dogecoin is just like s- steady. Are you gonna be happy with that? You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I think I think esports in general. I mean, look at Fall Guys. Look at look at Twitch streaming. Like Twitch yeah. numbers have been going up in an in insane amount. The amount mm-hmm. of money streamers are making is unfathomable. Yep. You've ton tons of new games that are all getting insane numbers, and and Dota is staying the same. And I'm not you know I'm not complaining. Love love the game, loves love what I do, everything. But all I'm saying is like if that's if that's the argument, I think you have to you have to consider that. It sh- it should be growing. Like CS:GO grew. Dota's right. Dota's not growing. Yeah, this, why this is why is that? The like, best time to get people into watching exactly. more Dota. Exactly. Right? What would happen if if esports as a as an industry was stagnating? You think Dota would still stagnate? No mm. fucking way. Yeah. There's just money being pumped into the industry. Right. That that's where the sponsors are coming from. I think there's tons of sponsors that are saying I don't I'm not interested in Dota. I had the same issue trying to get trying to get teams sponsored. Like the very first. Uh, tier two team I was on, it was not that hard to get sponsors. It got harder and harder and harder and and almost impossible. And I think there's just more brands getting into esports, and so there's less people that have been scarred by Dota. If that makes sense, it's right? Like, I mean, they haven't experienced it yet. They're like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Fuck this, I'm never doing this again. Right, and that's what we actually do see a lot from like major sponsor guys. It's like you know. You think Mercedes is like dope? They got their mean thing and they were happy about that. You think they're going to be doing that for four years? ESL is the only company that actually has traditional sponsors because they're the only company that does non-Dota shit. It's like Mm -hmm. leftover for them. Like, oh, well, we have Mercedes because we have 50 games and Dota's our fucking worst one. (laughs) So, ah, it's just mind-boggling. I don't know. You got to look ahead, community. Or not. I mean... Again, I'm I probably am one of the only person that is not really affected by this. Dota dies. I mean, what? I I I don't have like high Dota analytical knowledge. I'm not that invested in the game itself, but I still fucking care because it's the greatest game ever made. You morons. Anyway. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> it I, is. Like, it's, it seriously is. Yeah. I've never been so. I've I've played all the soul sucking games. Dota is the most soul sucking. Yeah. <laughs> like it is so addictive. Mm-hmm. You can play on the same patch for two years and still find new shit it's crazy that that's even possible i know it's just the way that it's set up you could be a one one hero player for like a year and still not be that good at them it would take 117 years (laughs) you know like there's so (laughs) many heroes there's so many things it's yeah it's the greatest game ever made it is it is really nuts it's it's like it spoils us it's like really hard to find a replacement Oh, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's why it's steady. You know, people go play Fall Guys and then they come back to Dota. Yeah, that's always how it's been for me. Is I, I've always had like a secondary game I'll put a lot of time into, mm-hmm. and never intending to switch or anything. But it's like you know, if I if I if I liked it more, I would. I just I just go to whatever game I like, and I just don't like any game more than I like Dota. Like right. I I played Minecraft for a while, got bored of that, got to the end game in like a week. That's it. I'm done. I'm back to Dota. You know. Right. I think uh, beat Dark Souls, beat Sekiro, beat all these games. Fall mm-hmm. Guys, I'm sure that'll you know, people will come back. I think that same problem is like exponentially worse from oh, a commentating standpoint as well, right? Or maybe like a, probably a professional playing standpoint as well. It's like well, at that point in time, it's no longer your 
this is no longer like what you play as a hobby right this is now going like your life is more dedicated to it like how do you move from to analyzing dota or playing dota professionally to trying to play something else like i'm sure the the i have no doubt like the players that go from csgo to valorant there's like there's going to be a lot of excitement at first new game a lot of fun but at some point in time they're going to be like this just isn't the same as like what it used to be when yeah. i was doing csgo you know what is also an interesting problem is just that idea like what you were saying of being somebody who's really invested into a game as like a career like where do you where do you go with that if the game does die mm -hmm. oh yeah like I, I, i'll i'll be able to move on but i don't want to move on fuck that yeah yeah i i, I enjoy my job a lot less <laughs> i had the, i had this conversation with with lacoste the other day and he, he's just like yeah i don't know what i mean i guess i'll go back and just like work mm. but you know what I I am I seriously have the opinion. I know a lot of people have this issue of like I think I think you say this a lot like sunk cost. Is it is that Kyle? Kyle. I think maybe Kyle says that. But he, like I think people have this issue of sunk cost, especially when it comes to Dota, because it's a game you invest like thousands upon thousands of hours into it, and you're still dog shit at it. And uh, so basically, I, th I think it was Kyle. But anyway, ba like basically, I th I think that as long as you are spending your hours doing something that's not just mind-numbingly, you know, autopilot something that's really easy. You are going to be learning something that's like effective at at making you a better person. If that mm. makes sense, mm. like I think I think if you're playing Dota right, like if you're actually learning about the game, there are a lot of things that extend beyond Dota, sure. like how to you know psychologically deal with toxicity, toxic teammates, how to communicate with people that you don't agree with, and and work together. And like these are all skills that are 100% tested in Dota because it's it is a game of extremes. It's it is extreme euphoria whenever you're feeling good, whenever you're winning, whenever there's a tournament on. Like Dota is fucking euphoria, mm -hmm. but it is hell when you are having an awful game or an awful week. Like it legitimately, Dota has driven me to serious crippling depression, and I and I say that as like somebody who's invested in the game as like a, an analyst. Uh, in you know YouTube guy, but my girlfriend is is this is the same as a Dota player, and she's not invested. She just it's just her favorite game. Mm -hmm. It just it just has that effect on people because it's both it's both extremes. Um, but with that being said, all I'm saying is that I I feel like it's overhyped this idea that if you are spending time playing video games, especially Dota, it's useless time spent. Like I don't think that's true. I think if it's useless time spent, that's your problem. That's your fault yeah. that you're not learning things from it. Yeah. That's you sucking. Quit playing Dragon Knight mid every yeah. day for eight hours a day. Exactly. Well, Go hey, that could learn something real. <laughs> that can that could test your discipline. That is your your how bored can you be without blowing your brains yeah. out? <laughs> well, I think that a lot of people are kind of understanding that that like uh, I mean, games have a lot of great neurologic effects, and then it's also pretty good social effects too. I remember back in the day when our parents used to say, like, get off those video games, go read a book. Reading a book. Can you imagine a stupider fucking thing to do with your time? No communication, no use of technology, no, no gaining anything. I'm just going to read a magical like, story. Fuck like off. Bad for your eyes, too. Look, look at those little words. It's 2020. We don't need any uh, imagination anymore. <laughs> we have like 10 different things that are gaining our attention. I don't have time to dream and imagine, you fucking moron. I need to know how to multitask. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Go back to 1800s, plow your field, and read your books. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you there.
<laughs> really help really help him build my point here. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. <laughs> this is exactly what the previous generations tried to warn us about. Yeah, that our brains would be so rotted that we wouldn't have appreciation for books. Books Those are gamers worthless. are all going to become book burners in the future. You'll see. Book burners. <laughs> books are worthless media, dude. <laughs> books are boring. They're fucking worthless media. Do you really think books are worthless? Worthless. The only thing books are good for is teaching you how to imagine, but imagination is dead. Isn't uh, <laughs> isn't there like a specific part of the brain that's tied to like written language? Yeah. And and isn't that like really important? Yeah, it wasn't the appendix? Shitty part. Of appendix the brain. did something too, didn't it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. That shit. I see. I see. It. I got you. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, like, uh, yes, books and shit is good for like creative. Uh, Helping you to come up with imagination and look at things vividly and stuff. But honestly, what uh, what's the use of that? But you know what? So is experience, though. Yeah. Like, uh, I was just watching, uh, you know the South Park episode of Kanye West, the, the fish sticks? Fish sticks, yeah. Yeah. They were, uh, I was watching uh, one of the writers, and they said that the way that they came up with that is that uh, the the South Park, uh, I don't know which one it was. Is it, what is it, Matt and Trey? One of them. Yeah. Uh, Brought all the writers out to a a salmon ladder, which is a thing where the salmon just swim up, yeah, yeah. and they literally that's it. That's all that they were just watching that and just talking and just fucking around and joking. And through that, they had the conversation of like, what if one of the salmon was like e- dressed up like Evil Knievel? And then it got from there to the fish sticks thing, and then they came up with the episode from a salmon ladder. That's crazy, and that's. So if you're if you're talking imagination, I, I do agree with you in the sense that like I think there are other ways to engage that part of yourself, if that if that makes sense. And I almost feel like experience is man, is there anything more like paradigm shifting for you than having some like crazy experience? I feel like reading yep. a book, maybe I'm just not a book person, but I feel like reading a book can't replace going to a, a salmon ladder. <laughs> it's <know>? true. <laughs> some like crazy experience. I mean you could read someone's dope ass ideas, I guess. And make you think about them, or you could watch a movie about it. This is a terrible. <laughs> yeah. You know God. what? I'm, I, you guys are killing me right I'm, now. I'm, I'm, sl- I'm, 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 slowly, I'm slowly. I'm slowly realizing. I'm slowly realizing that like my argument for people playing video games is like the exact argument you would use for people reading books. So I feel like I have Fuck. to. I feel like I have to support books if I want to support video <laughs> games. See, you know what's funny? Because your whole argument about like. Uh, if you don't like get anything esca- out of, escapism, if you such. don't get anything up, uh, out of your video game playing, that's a you oh, problem. No! Oh no! That's exactly what it is for books. It's exactly <laughs> about what you are consuming and what you are actually putting in and getting out of it. Yeah, socks. That'll determine. Yeah. Yeah. Idiot. What are you getting out of it? Why would you read a book? Why would you read a book instead of listening to an audio book? Developing oh, more critical oh, that's, thinking. Oh, that's skills. what you're saying. That's what you're saying. More. So you're down with audiobooks. Oh yeah. Okay. All I do is audiobooks. So I feel I'm cool, I'm cool with this idea. I just don't like to read. It's a waste of <laughs> so time. It's, it's like <laughs> this is the first time that I've heard. Somebody, okay. So it's like the, somebody's argument against books is literally like the physical, the physical process. manifestation of ink on paper. Okay. Yeah, it's just it's a it's irrelevant. Save the trees. Well, that dude, was my argument. Now I feel like a fucking idiot for a bit. Like you wrote me into this. I'm sitting here thinking, like, dude, Jenkins, you dumbass. I'm like, Jenkins, I'm, what? You don't like books? Like, <laughs> I'm like, just 
talking listen. about physical books. This, dude, this, this guy has like a neuroscience degree. So I'm like, there's got to be something behind this. Like, he's got to be right, man. <laughs> and he's just like, no, I literally want to save the fucking trees. Like, are you <laughs> serious? The, the physical process of reading books with your eyes <laughs> is a problem for you. Yeah. You got Come on. You're wasting ink. You're Bro. wasting trees. God damn it. Delete that part for <laughs> fuck's sake. That's being held up. Man. <laughs> What's your last name? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know anymore? I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't mean any of that stuff. I just like making crazy arguments and seeing how long I can keep up with them. God damn. Just, Books are fucking stupid. It don't teach just you anything. Here between Books are for fucking morons, dude. talking about book burning. I'm just like, this is the <laughs> place I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't. I need to stop this podcast don't. real quick. Where's the emergency break? Don't do that again. <laughs> don't do that again to me. That's the last time. I'm sick of your fucking gaslighting, Slack. <laughs> Every single day with you is hell. All right. In my right. mind, <laughs> it's time to it's time to close out the Aww. podcast. I had one more thing I wanted to ask. So, uh, seriously, who came up with the meat banana? You <laughs> seriously are a gaslighting. Literally, go back in the vod and look at it. And Jenkins Did says, "Did you banana. watch the vod?" I watched the vod. I watched the vod as well, and I was awake <laughs> during the cast. <laughs> <laughs> you want to gaslight me? We don't have to go this far. Let's talk about far. that. You win. <laughs> you win, Brian. Oh, you win. You win. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> You came up with the meat banana, huh? Listen, okay. You're fucking disgusting. If, <laughs> if it was me, which it wasn't, but if it if I it was when I when I was laughing at him saying that, I was legitimately thinking about a, a banana peel with like raw meat in it. That's like, why he said it. He made no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, that's why. I, see, that's the I problem. I wasn't thinking about anything that's the problem, like that. Is I want to. I want to say this to to help you, and then you're like, "Oh, it was him. It was him. <laughs> I was not anything. Nothing." Is I'm asexual, okay? I don't. I ser I'm not even. Seriously, seriously, defense. ask ask my girlfriend. It's okay. a it's a serious serious problem. The the doctor tells me it's normal. I, there's drugs I can take, but it's okay. That's part of who I am. Yeah. When I think of a meat banana, I'm literally thinking of a banana peel filled with minced beef, not cooked because it's grosser if it's uncooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and, why you said it. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't do this to me. I'm believing it. You're re you're making me believe this. This is fucked up. I would never have a thought like that because I am very sexual. And I, when I, someone says meat banana, I think of a gigantic penis. So no. why would I say that on a cast? No, no, no. You're no, an no. innocent. You I, did it, and it, you didn't mean to say meat banana. Do, do you see what's happening here? Jesus Christ, Lex, you, you're fucking evil. Do you I'm see what's evil. happening here? You said you're a neuroscience degree for fucking awful things. He talks about writing down people's psychological notes and manipulating them and writing down their traits. Like, he's no. Realized, not my notebook. Not my little notebook. <laughs> he's realized he's like, dude, this Jenkins fucking idiot will believe anything I say. I'm gonna make it, I'm gonna say something vulgar and disgusting and very sexual and make him think he said it. I would never There's very easy evidence. Just go watch the fucking and, and do you know what the problem is? I I did bring up the serial killer thing, the banana slam jam serial killer thing, which I think is much worse than meat banana. And yet this meat banana thing's the real problem. 
There's actually no problem. Nobody had any issue with it. The backstory of this is that production asked us to no longer mention something as foul as a meat banana. That's the that's the part of the uh, the story you all have been quite confused about. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, you know how rare that is. By the way, people seem to have this idea. That like, uh, especially Shanghai Major. Oh, you could see the talent. They're really scared of losing their jobs. I bet productions talk to them. They're probably scared of Valve. Yeah. They, people go on panel and stuff. Oh, they were laughing so much before, but it got a little out of control. Now you could see they're trying to talk and be professional. That's probably because their bosses talk to them. I've never... I've only actually twice in my life have I ever had somebody from production or a higher up position talk to one of the talent about the job that they're Man, doing. That's not and you good. guys are that's one of them. That's not good. This good. Is like my that I've had several combos just it's, in this event. It's been a few times now. Oh, it's goodness. It's been a few times. Oh, gracious. Oh, man. No oh, dad. Gotta stop with the dad jokes. No more meat bananas. Stop saying Brian's a serial killer. Yeah. It just comes out. That's the sign of a good producer, though. They're actually watching. Most producers are just not watching. That's true. You know what? They'll only say something if Reddit says something. In my defense, in my defense, or or your defense, I don't know who it was. Well, you did say my first. Because I'm an honest person, and I'm going to say I actually don't remember, and I'm letting the gaslighting. I'm very easily gaslighted. That just means you lied about listening to the broadcast. No, I never said that I listened to it. You did say you listened to the broadcast. No. He didn't. I watched the VOD as well. I watched the VOD as well. I watched the VOD as well. He said, you said I you went back and watched it. I say. said, you went back and I, watched it. Slacks said, I also went back and watched well, it. Well, I'm, he's saying I it. I knew you were lying about I know that, he's lying, so I'm trying to lie to get him to be like, oh no, he watched it. You should have just, you shouldn't have I've played a lot of Mafia, my friend, but continue. I want to hear this. I don't remember what the fuck I was I don't saying. Know. I'm, I don't sorry. Know. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, okay. They are very good at WePlay yes. at like if there's something slightly wrong with the mics, like they are super focused on quality yes. stuff, which I, I really appreciate. They care. Somebody came out and they said like, you're fiddling too much with your mic. And I was like, you know what? That it's probably like a slight, like probably nobody even notices, but it's just like the potential that somebody can notice. Like they just want to make a quality product. They just want it to not have any problems and, and that's why they don't usually like you're saying they don't usually have an issue with like what's being said as long as it's funny and within the personality of the people it's like mm-hmm. what they care more about is like how, how do the camera angles look how's the lighting yep. makeup that that sort of thing and then they just kind of let us do what we want which is really cool i super appreciate that i can't believe how well i mean i can't believe it it's not like a shocking thing but they're very very professional i guess because it's esports you just don't you don't think it's going to be super professional, but then it, it is. Things have gotten pretty, yep. pretty And crazy. you can uh, support WePlay by uh, tuning in to Gork's stream tonight and watching <laughs> it. For all their hard work, please enjoy. Well, what's the point? He's not an OG anymore, so he's not going to get interviews with OG players. Hmm. Always, a, always a wonderful thing until it affects you, huh? Yes, let's go and cast this game with him watching Secret. Well, you want to you want to cast my game? This is an issue. 